the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. I press record. Hello, welcome to episode 121 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Sam. And I'm Chris. And it's been, uh, you know, a massive amount of time since we recorded the last podcast. <laughs> uh, it'll be exactly seven days by the time you hear this, but in reality, it's been two. Yeah, so, so we're recording this the day the last episode got released. And the reason for that is we have a calendar clash this week, and so we're not going to get a chance to record it. So unlike the other week where we just... Missed it. Yeah, missed it. I was going to say turned a blind eye, whatever. Yeah. 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 Uh, it just never happened. Well, this week we thought, well, at least Chris has done a bit of stuff the last two days. So. It is. It's uh, um, all about the wedding trip. Uh, me, I have been to work. I've come home, went to work, come home. Good times. Yeah, yeah. And I um, got up at... F- <laughs> got up at f- I went to bed. Oh, yeah. The plan was I finished work at six thirty, seven o'clock, come home, have something to eat, go to bed, or get packed, go to bed by sort of 8 o'clock, um, wake up at 4 and drive. Yep. Instead, I got home, started drinking some wine. Uh, I thought I'd have one glass to get me to sleep. Um, turns out a bottle does help. Uh, <laughs> Sam and I started watching Leon the Professional. Have you... Did you no. You haven't no, seen any more. But no. what did you think of what we watched? It was good. It was inter- yeah. It was good. Interesting. So but Nat- different to Natalie Portman, about twelve years old. Yeah, maybe twelve. Yeah, yeah. Her first role, um, and she's pretty impressive in it so far. We we watched half of it, and Sam had to go to bed because he had to get up early to go to work. Yep. Um, so I turned it off, and I'm like, because oh, I've been trying to get Sam to watch this for a while. So anyway, so yeah, so I got up at four. Well, the alarm went off at four. I got up about then, started packing because I didn't do it when I was drunk the night before. Took off about 4.30 and got to Hamilton, uh, Masterton rather. Masterton. Uh, at about 11 for the barbecue. Did you just go straight there or did you we stop on the way? straight there, straight to mum's place. Oh, no, I stopped at er- Ekaterhuna at the Lazy Grace. No, let me say this right. Lazy Grace, Grace with a Z, Lazy Grace cafe at Ekaterhuna because I really needed a coffee. Yeah, yeah. And that I probably stopped around 9, 9.30 maybe by the time I got there. Yeah. Might have been a bit later. Um, But yeah, there was the first cafe I really saw that had coffee and I was like, right, I went in and I didn't expect much. It's Ekaterhuna, right? Yeah, yeah. Probably the best coffee I've had in six months at least. Oh, like, wow. It, it was amazing. So the people there at Lazy Grays mm, yep. in Ekaterhuna know how to make a good coffee. Yes. And, and I, I went, well, I may as well get some breakfast as well because, you know, I didn't eat anything before I left. And I had portobello mushrooms on sourdough bread. And that was amazing. Oh, well, that's good. Amazing. So it's a hidden little treasure. It's yeah. Probably, I suppose the locals know all well, about it. Well, funny enough, you've heard me talk about my mum before. Yeah. Mum knows everybody. Yeah. So that's right. So I go down to Masterton and winning and Susan. We're going to go through that in a minute. But um, I mentioned I went to this amazing place in, in Ekaterhuna. She goes, what was it called? I went, I said, I went outside, but it's got the like awning thing and the sign's outside the awning. So I didn't like go on the street to look oh, back yeah, to see what yeah. sign was like, I don't know. Had a yellow gumboot outside with a f- yellow gumboot flower pot thing yeah, with yeah. the flowers in it. She goes, oh, that's Lazy Grace. 
I do the blackboards. So this morning I, t- I went back there yeah. and had lunch on the way back uh, and I, I saw, saw a that, photo yeah, of the I blackboard. Photo. Yeah, and that's why I took the photo. And then uh, my friend from Australia is going, oh, is that what you pay for your contos? I don't know if that was like cheap or dear, but whatever. They're Australian. They're going to moan about everything. Yeah. Well, no, he's a Kiwi, but he lives in Australia. Same so. thing. Yes. So anyway, um, yeah, so I got down there. But the point of that story was that we were up and chatting away at four o'clock in the morning sort of thing. And Tash, our other flatmate, was in bed. And we woke her up and I didn't know till just now because that was the first thing she told me when when I got back. Because she went back to a party the night before and Sam dropped her off. Yeah. I assume she was staying out. I thought so too for some reason. I didn't didn't actually think much about it. Yeah. Anyway. There we go. Swig of rum. Yeah, he's uh, on the rum and coke at the moment. So sponsored I, I, by Blackheart Rum. Yeah, I I got um I got back what thirty minutes ago, a bit more. Yeah, about that. Um, yeah, so I've been driving back today, um, Sunday. So uh, I needed the rum, and I needed the noodle master. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, I don't have anything to say. I'm waiting for you to tell me stories about the wedding. About the wedding. About the wedding. Okay, so my family is has more politics than the mafia. I got to tell you that for starters. So to give you some uh, 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 idea of what's going on. I get a passive aggressive <laughs> text message from my mother that says something. I'll, I actually why say tell you exactly. How long ago was this? This was. I'm I'll tell pe- you when I get in there. Hang on, let me look at my messages. Where is it, Betty? Betty. Yes, it doesn't say Mum. Betty, it's a uh, good name. That. Well, Chris she's is navigating co- his phone. Uh, we might be here a while. He's. Uh, it might be. Why can't it go further? <laughs> I have no idea. It only shows the last. So this many. is enthralling. Enthralling. Almost as enthralling as um, when Chris, when we're going to try some uh, coconut M and M's and. Uh, Chomp on them just so uh, Adam Adam yeah. likes listening to it. That uh, that's what I got from that message he posted on Facebook, the Chris and Sam podcast Facebook page. Adam um, said he enjoys listening to people eat food uh, on podcasts, so we're glad that we'll be able to bring that to you in the future, Adam. Yes, uh, and it's you, crispy mint, but anyway, oh, crispy mint—that's the one. Coconut was the other one. Uh, if you do have no, any doesn't, requests, doesn't appear. Uh- <laughs> Oh, that was good fill in by me. <laughs> uh, bad technology. You, what? Did you delete it? Is it no, not? no. It just doesn't show you old text. <laughs> Why? I don't know. This is bizarre. My phone holds all the text messages oh, until look, I delete I've them. Scroll down. Can you search? Is there a search button? No. Oh. Okay. Anyway, follow oh, us. archived. Oh, no. I don't know. Fill us in from your. Uh, anyway, from memory, from yeah, my from sketchy, your, mem- sketchy memory. memory. She goes. Um, Hi, um, it would be great if you... Oh, hi, Peter and I are getting married on the 25th of February. Great if you could come down. I know you're really busy, but if you could, it'd be great. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, yeah. Everybody else got an invite, written yes, invites. Yes, yes, but I think we covered in the last podcast. No, because I asked. She goes, oh, I didn't see anyone. Oh, you're not worthy <laughs> no, of a but dollar at least stamp <laughs> and a card, which would probably be a dollar as well. No, uh, yeah, so, um, what'd you say? Hey, by the way, did you send something to my uh, PO? Box? I, I, I think I text messaged her back at the time and said, Oh, just after the weekend prior off at Tropfest, um, not sure if I can get it off, I'll get back to you. Yeah, and then I rang my sisters to see if they would be going because if it was just me, I would have said the boss would <laughs> give me the time off. 
And so then I find out that my sister Audrey, or Val said uh, something along the lines of... Now, are your sisters older than you? No, I'm the oldest. You're the oldest, okay. So Val's about 10 years younger than me, and Audrey would be about seven years younger than me. Okay, a bit of a gap. Yeah, yeah. Um, so me and my brother are a couple of years apart and two sisters a couple of years apart. Yeah. And there's a gap between us. Um, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> Val said something on the message like, well, I don't think hell has frozen over yet, so not sure I'm invited. I was like, okay. And Audrey gave up on trying to text this back and rang me. Yeah, yeah. it's beyond text messaging. This yeah, and she, and she said, um, Mum had uh, just stopped, um, sent Val's old um, childhood, tra- childhood memories. memories back to her. They had a bit of a spat about something, and Mum sent it back, and they haven't spoken for three years. Okay, here's a question. In that spat, or any uh, previous spats like that, is there a big build-up to that, or does your mum just flip a switch and go, right, that's it, here's the stuff? Do you think there's a big lead-up? There's a big lead-up in her mind. Oh, okay. And if you tuned in, you might see that coming. But if you don't catch up with her enough, yeah. you wouldn't have a clue that it's coming. So you must if always that, does be that make on, sense? Yeah, yeah. So you must always be on the fringe. Oh, dude, I, I'm, I'm so far out of it, because I... Uh, I I found out that she didn't invite um, her sister or didn't tell them about it. Well, hang on. Did um, she not invite them or not tell them? Because that's two different uh, things. Uh, you don't know. Well, you know, <laughs> so as a bit of a stir this morning when I left, I said, oh, it's such a shame Val couldn't come. And mum said, oh, yeah, no, she had work on. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> fact you didn't invite her so last night the night you know night before she said um well the sisters busy um, no it was the sisters so she goes oh, i just couldn't get hold of susan oh that's me and, oh. yeah john goes oh um yeah when i found out i i i oh, know john said uh, i talked to betty have you told you know susan her sister or helen her other sister um, John's the brother, by the way. John was there, and uh, she goes, oh, "I couldn't get a hold of them." So <laughs> John rang Helen, told her, and then rang Susan. But by the time he got through to Susan, she'd already spoken to Helen. So the key, lines of communication are there. <laughs> that's what oh, I'm that's saying. Good. That's good. So um, they knew about it. They just weren't there. So um, you know, I don't know. It's second uh, marriage for your mum, eh? Yeah. Well, so she just was married. It. Obviously, when I was a kid, like before I was born, just, um, and I think such she, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, they got divorced when I was about 12, 11, yeah. 12, something like that. And um, so she's never remarried. Um, okay. And so this is the first time. Yeah. Now, the guy she's with, uh, she was with 10 years ago at her 60th. Yeah. What's um, his name? Peter. Peter. I keep wanting to say Peter Barry. Crevin. Yeah. He is a Barry type person. Yeah. But anyway, and he was very quiet back in those days. Didn't say a word. Didn't drink anything. I wasn't quite sure what to make of him. But he became a f- friend of Facebook. Oh, no, that's right. He had my te- uh, he texted me random jokes. A little bit like trucky jokes. A bit off color and a bit yeah. like... Okay then They're quite funny But they're a bit random Anyway So that was cool So he's this random guy That doesn't talk a lot About I want to say Five years ago I I don't know Yeah um, Actually probably more than that Six years ago They 
split up. And mum was really upset about it because I spoke to her and she was really upset. And Peter left her and I think she he hooked up with some other chick and moved in with her. Yep, yep. Sounds like something he'd do. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Um, no, well, I thought she might have driven him off. So <laughs> I, I, I fully understand that. That's cool. Um, and then uh, about a year after that, six months after that, he had a stroke, a really bad one. Yeah. Um, and he was bedridden. So he was a very, very good tour bus driver. Like he used to do the uh, annual competition of driving skills, you know, yeah, yeah. backing the bus around the thing. He was on TV3, his driving or something on one one time and so he had this massive stroke that had uh, like he was showing us all the scars they cut quarter of his skull off yeah to get in there to remove clots or whatever they had to do and put it back on and he spent the next year two years in bed hanging out and he's just started standing and walking for the last 12 months Good, to, uh, good thing to learn to do before your wedding day. Yeah, well, <laughs> they did a lot of that sitting down, to be fair, because um, he's hardly walking. He's got a walking stick and he's barely walking. Yeah. Um, one arm doesn't work. Um, and oh, poor dude. Yeah, no, it, it is sort of sad. He's a lot more talkative now than he was before. Oh, like, interesting, Ridiculously eh? more talkative. Um, but... <laughs> So he he was with this other chick when he had the stroke, and she just didn't want to know him. Just wanted his money. If Mum's accurate in her descriptions, which I don't necessarily. Well, you never can tell. You can't Um, tell. But anyway, so um, yeah. So who who was there from his side of the family for this amazing wedding? Ah, two brothers and their wives. Yep. Uh, They seem pretty good blokes. Um, Blokes being the word. Yep. You know what I mean? Like real... Yeah, blokey blokes. Blokey blokes. Um, and I, some guy, I don't know exactly who he was, with his missus from the Cavity Coast. Uh, he seemed pretty uh, okay. Yeah, there was a couple of randoms as well that I think were just friends yep. of her mum's. Uh, but mum's gone back to the church, but the church disowned her. So none of the J-dubs turned up. Oh, gutted. Very gutted. I, I'm so pleased about that. But my sister was there. Um and uh, Audrey that is and the, her her two kids Brooke and Liam yeah now I haven't seen Brooke since she was about twelve so she's about twenty two now um and Liam's must be about twenty um yeah so they they were good value and we've yeah. actually did a recording which we're gonna edit up with which a video. no one has listened to so we can't validate how good this recording is yeah no uh yeah. So, so we've, got a, we've go. got a little video, yeah, viral video, the Chris and Sam podcast that we're going to do, recorded yeah. by myself and Brooke. We'll see how that turns out. So it, 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 I hope it turns out well because it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It'll be it'll be interesting. So that's cool. Um, and yeah, the ceremony was good. Peter was crying his eyes out. Oh wow! Be uh, I don't know. Maybe. Emotional type of guy. He wouldn't have been before, no, but no, he is no, now. Yeah. But I think also the whole fact that he spurned mum, went with this chick. Yeah. When the shit hit the fan, she left him in the she shit. It. And mum's picked up the pieces. Yeah. He can't believe how lucky he is. Honestly, I can't believe how lucky he is, to be fair. But um, It gives yeah. you hope, doesn't it, Chris? It does. It does. It was, oh, I'll tell you something funny. He's, I get in there and there's people on the, in the, at the house because we had a pre-barbecue at the house with family and stuff. Yeah. 
And it was quite cool because mum didn't know I was coming. She assumed I wasn't coming because I'd never got back to her saying I'm definitely coming. So we just rock on up. Yeah, I just walked in. So um, John was sort of first because he was out on the porch. He goes, she'll be so excited. And she was, which was cool. It's a good good thing. Yeah. Um, And then, so I see Peter and I I didn't realize, you know, he had this gammy hand that just hangs there. He can't move the arm, can't move the hand. Did you try shaking Um, the gammy hand? No, no. It was his left hand, so it's all right. And he's barely walking. One leg doesn't work very well and he's got a big cane thing. So he's got this special chair that, moves up and down oh, and stuff yeah. so but he says no, 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 i'll stand up i want to stand up look you in the eye when you shake your hand so he does all that that's cool and you know he, he's walking somewhere and then he mentions oh yeah got my pants on betty put my pants on backwards this morning and i look and sure enough his tracksuit oh. pants are on backwards and we give him a hard time about yeah you know, i hope you're not getting married like that you got to walk down the aisle backwards and shit yeah um and he's no 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 and so I'm taking the piss out of him a little bit. The funny thing about that is this T-shirt I wore to the dinner. So I actually dressed up for the ceremony. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Walked back um, f- from the ceremony to the house. And it was hot as a mustard yesterday. I don't know what it was. It was like I think it was hot everywhere. 28 yeah. degrees, something yep. like that. It was bloody hot. I was sweating. So I'm right, change it back into shorts and T-shirt and put this T-shirt on. And um, that's all right. And then when we went to go to dinner, I'm like, it's only the family anyway. I'm not going to change out of the T-shirt and shorts. Yeah. So we go along. And the thing, pulling the neck down. I had my got... shirt on backwards. Oh, this so is on the right way around now. So but I mean, uh, you it's know, karma, you halfway go. through dinner, I d- duck into the toilet, take the shirt off and turn around. I did a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, anyway, that was good. Um, so yeah, that's uh, pretty much the wedding, I think. I mean, we have got some recording, which I think we should play. And this recording uh, might be great, and it might be crap. I haven't listened to it yet. But it's uh, some of the storytelling um, before the wedding ceremony yesterday with myself, my Uncle John, and the English chap in there is Chris Hill. John and Chris are great storytellers. Do they laugh like you? Because that'd be epic. No, not like me, but there was a lot of laughter going on. The whole family's a bit like that. My sister, Audrey's pretty quiet, but when she does interject something, it's usually pretty laugh-provoking. Okay, well... And mum does laugh like me, I think, yeah. Yeah, Um, so hopefully we have that. If we do, I'll insert it here. We all had a few drinks, but... There was four of us, and we all decided to leave on Glenn's motorbike. So Glenn was right at the front (laughs) on the handlebars. I was right on, because it wasn't late. It was 7 o'clock at night, you know. Um, Funniest thing is we get to this intersection, and the guy in the second place puts his arm out. The next guy puts his arm out because we're turning right, you know. And these Japanese tourists (laughs) 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 So this guy walks into a bar with his dog And the barman says, sorry, no dogs in here And the dog guy says, it's a special dog It's a woodcarver Have you got a piece of wood? He said, yeah, I've got a four by two here You know, for trouble Throw it at the dog Picks it up And it's a statue of Winston Churchill He said, that's amazing Go and have it, here's a pint One for your dog, go and sit by the fire that's incredible. The guy, another guy walks in with his dog and he says, uh, 
too quiet for me. No, no dogs in here. He said, that guy's over there with his dog. He said, yeah, but that's a woodcarver. Look at this. Winston Churchill. <laughs> oh, a woodcarver? My dog's a blacksmith. <laughs> I don't find out to believe you. He's got any hot steel? He said, yeah, I've got a poker in the fire. Bring it over. Standing. What do I do now? Stick it up the dog's ass. What's that going to do? Well, if he doesn't make a spring for your balls, he'll make a bolt for the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the same theme. On the very same theme. And this is true, folks. <laughs> this is true. Oh, you have to wait with me. Put that in. A guy walks into a pub, and there's a dog, you know, sat with these guys, and he, he's he's holding a, you know, around the car, you know, hand of cars rather. Oh, sorry, sorry. Let's get this right. He's holding a paw of cards. You know. So, guy walks in. He looks at this guy's in the corner. Dog sat there, you know, playing cards. And he looks at the landlord. And he says, "What? What's going on there?" He said, "What do you mean?" He says, "The, the, the dog playing cards." He says, "Yeah, that's right. Have you ever seen a dog playing cards?" He says, "No, no." Never seen it. He said, that he's so clever. That is so clever. What a clever dog. Oh, he said, he's not so bloody clever. What do you mean he's not so bloody clever? Well, every time he gets a good good, good hand, he blue wags his tail. These are the clean jokes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm scraping the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> a sexist, a uh, racist, uh, a racist and uh, a tax cheat. Tax cheat. Oh, yeah, the bar. yeah. And the barman goes, good evening, Mr. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Marriage is like playing cards. Starts with two hearts and a diamond uh. and ends with wanting a club and a spade. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, uh, again, guy walks into the bar, you know. It's not a dog this time, it's a duck. And it's uh, stood on this tin, a big tin. <coughs> and uh, it's dancing, you know. The <laughs> duck's dancing. You know, it's web feet going up like this. Oh, proper. Very quick. Whoa. I said, what's going on here? He says, well, have you ever seen, you ever seen a duck dancing? He says, no. What do you mean I've ever seen a duck dancing? That's amazing. Amazing. So he has a pint. Then the duck sort of stops dancing, you know, and looks at him. So he says, landlord, hey, what's going on here? What? He says, the duck stopped dancing. Oh, he says, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Just pass me that candle, I'll put it on the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, this morning, uh, we went to the... It's right there in front of you. Yeah, well, I want to say Hood Aerodrome, because that's what we said, but it's called the Vintage Aviator Limited, and if and you can find it on thevintageaviator.co.nz. We'll link to it in the show notes at the Chris and Sam podcast forward slash EP121. Yeah, and it's from... I think it's from... It's Peter Jennings, uh, Peter Jennings, Peter Jackson's um, movie. Is it the Dam Busters? That would have, no, it's World War One. Must have been something else. Don't know. But, but anyway, so he's he's funded this, and these guys have, I want to say, twenty aircraft in the small hangar, and it's pretty tight in there. Um, but most of them, like, there's only one or two of them that are actually original aircraft. The rest, they have built. But they've built the replicas, yeah, like, full. And they are flyable. 
Um, and it's fascinating because if you go along, it costs 15 bucks to get in. And there's some people that will take you on a tour. We sort of hodgepodge, skipped around the tours thing. It was a bit of a mess, but that, that's okay. Um, definitely worth checking out, particularly once a month they have an, uh, a flying day. Yeah, all these aircraft epic. go out and they fly, and you can just take a picnic, sit out on the apron, and watch all these these aircraft fly. Which for some people is a great, great thing. I mean, I know people that get really off on that. Um, I think I would find it interesting. In fact, one of the things I think it was the French came up with it is this rotary engine, which he showed us. Yeah, and you t- you know the rotary engine. You've got all the um, valves, yeah, what it, pistons, pistons, whatever you call it, like, coming yeah. out in a. In a around the propeller. Yeah. What I didn't realize is in these early planes, they had a real problem with cooling. The French came up with an idea, and the motor is on the axle of the propeller. Oh, okay. And when the propeller spins, the motor spins oh, right. behind it. And so it's, it's air, cooling get, it. air cooling it. It's like, my God, that's genius. Like the later ones didn't need that, but um, that, that was impressive. And they built the motors – from scratch, they built these aircraft and all of the aircraft fly. Now, they got one, I want to call it the Zanzibar, and I say that only because that was painted onto the side of, side it. of it, so it might just be in the name on it, but whatever. Um, and oh, It's on the front. It's on the front. It doesn't say what it is. Okay. And it's a, I'm pretty sure it was French as well. It's got the British, British markings on it. They're roundels. But... Um, a gunner stands in the very nose. The the propeller is actually behind the pilot. Looks a little bit like one of those um, Louisiana swamp boat things, eh? Hey? Yeah, it does. And, and then the tail, all the fuselage behind that is just like a kite. It's just sticks and wires, and it and it ends in a tail. And the so one of the uh, tour guides, who's a young guy, is about oh, I want to say like look about twenty eight thirty. And he was in a flight suit, and he's one of the pilots and engineers for these things. And he said no living person had flown one of these. And they didn't have any documentation on it, but they had all the plans. So they made the plane to spec, and they made the motor to spec. And they were really nervous about flying it, which I'm not surprised. Because if you looked at it, you'd go, hell no. (laughs) I really want to see that thing fly. And, but the funniest thing about it, I didn't really realize it because it's, it's quite crammed into this uh, aerodrome, is um, the very front platform, a gunner's platform, doesn't have a seat and you actually stand on it. And there's a little bit of a cowling that, and the lip of which is around your knees. So you're standing. And, and the guy was describing it because he obviously has stood in it while it's flying. And he's like, it feels really surreal because... You can't see if you're looking forward. You can't see anything because the cowling's below your knees. All you can see is the expanse in front of you. You know, like standing on the edge of a, a canyon or a lip of a building or something, and you've got this machine gun. It seems pretty crazy. Yeah, and and the machine gun can turn uh, all the way around. You can shoot like pretty much behind you, above the pilot, obviously. Um, so uh, yeah. He, and he says, you just got a strap around your, you got a belt thing and a strap to the f- floor. And he said, if you did fall, if you fell forward out of the plane, he said, I'm pretty sure <laughs> the strap would, with the weight of you, would cut through the cowling anyway, because it's only, you know, um, what do you call it? A canvas and wood. 
and you'd just be hanging hanging below the plane, but you'd be able to hold on to the the landing gear and hopefully yeah. not kill get, get killed. killed when you land. That, that plane is a FE dot two B aircraft. FE dot two B. There you go. There you go. Sam's done some uh, research while I've been waffling on. Yeah, I did remember. He goes, uh, "This is a oh, now I forget what that one was. It was an Effie something else. Yeah. It was a much later one." And he goes, um, "This was what Wilkes flew, who was um, the Wilkie or whatever his name was, was um, Biggles, you know, other half or the the guy who was against a lot or whatever." And he said, "Does anybody remember what Biggles flew?" And I'm like, "Yes, the Sopwith Camel." I was right. They had a Sopworth Camel, and that was really interesting. The Sopworth Camel. This is in uh, uh, you know back in World War One. Yeah, they had they got the motors were getting bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Yeah, and this thing was so big. He said, "If this group and there was about twelve of us, um, if I was taking you all on as as new pilots, and I said we're just being fitted out with the new uh, reconnaissance plane, the Sopworth Camel, yeah, um, and you're all going to learn to fly it." What I don't know, because I what I didn't tell you, because I don't know, is that three of you will die in training on it because it's such a brutal aircraft. And he said the motor's so powerful and the ba- point of balance is so far forward because the plane's so light uh, and the motor's so heavy. This is one of those ones that was flip. Yeah, it, it wants to spin, do a oh, cartwheel to the right, yeah, yeah. right? So it wants a cartwheel to the right because that's the way the propeller's so moving. Torque. So you're always moving the other way. He said the thing though was if you if you survived the flight training and you got good at that, yeah. it was really good. You could turn you can't turn left, but you could turn right two seventy degrees, yeah. which is effectively left turn, quicker than the other planes could turn left. It's crazy. <laughs> so every turn has to be a right turn unless you happen to be climbing going left, which is not something you do because slow you down and that's not what you want in a dogfight. So it was so Powerful that you just do a three, you know, two seventy degree be quicker than somebody could do a, a ninety degree, That's and you crazy. just nail them. So it was one of the most effective things in the world. But it's, a, it's an amazing place. You just totally now, have to check it out. Now, there's something else that was there that's not an airplane, that, which is very, very surprising. Uh, yes. Tell us about that before we come to the end of this podcast. Yeah, and I've got to include some photos there. I've got some good photos of that, so they'll be on the show notes. Yes. Uh, it was a car in the middle of the room, and I'm like, what the hell's with a car? And my Uncle John was like, I don't know. And Chris had been there before. Yeah. And he goes, and it's his idea, we went and saw it. Um, he goes, oh, don't, don't you recognize this? Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. And I'm like, I've never seen the film. I read the book. I loved the book when I was a kid, but I've never seen the film. Yeah. And it's a beautiful, beautiful piece. This this car looks amazing. You know, it's, it's properly made. It, it runs all the all the rest of it. Um, and he goes, I don't know if it's original or something, because I know there's a few around. Blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I heard the tour guy came back around, and I went over to see what he was saying when he, he saw this. And he goes, yes, this is uh, the only surviving original Chitty Chitty Bang Bang from the film. They made, I think he said seven, yeah. and they crashed all the other ones in as part of making the film. You know, crash it into something or blow it up yeah, or whatever yeah. they did. I haven't seen the film, so I don't know. Um, and this is the only surviving one, and it uh, sold for auction at one million pounds. 
So I, I assume Peter Jackson bought it for that, and that's why it's there. Unless somebody else bought it for that and has parked it at the... Uh, Don't know, at but uh, it's interesting that it's in New Zealand. It's there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's you should not, check it out. Yeah. And and one of the things, we were quite lucky because somebody said to this um, engineer dude, oh, has it got wings? He goes, actually, it does. And he lifts a panel you don't notice yeah, yeah. and pulls out these wings. I mean, obviously, they're not wing wings, no, but no. they hadn't been opened for literally years by the looks of it. And he finally got it open. So he took a crap load of photos with everybody yeah, around Yeah, that's pretty cool. So it was pretty cool. Anyway, that's my big uh, wedding news. Uh, congratulations to Betty and Peter. Um, hope you have um, fun. I don't know. Whatever. Enjoy <laughs> it. Oh, I don't uh, know. They're going to adopt a child that's going to be your stepfather. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, check us out. Chris and Sam Pod on Twitter. Uh, yep. Or uh, you can check us out on Facebook, the Chris and Sam Podcast. Or, of course, our website, thechrisandsampodcast.com. Um, yep. That's pretty much us, isn't it? Yep. That'll do. Uh, until next time, I'm Sam. And I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.